Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Gentlemen, degenerates, and gamblers far and wide, welcome in to episode number 34 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the TTL crew on this beautiful Friday of bets. Before we dive deep into today's action, talk some lines, and give you guys the value that we found, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you enjoy the sounds that are currently penetrating your ear holes and you like the content that you get the opportunity to consume over here at the TTL pod, go ahead and leave us a rating. We also do appreciate those comments if you got a quick second. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the TTL link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the Talking the Line crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt 45 Soroka, and it is my pleasure as per usual on every episode of the TTL pod to bring in my partner. The co-host of this podcast, a young man whose Sox fandom and Green Bay Packers fandom almost rival each other. They, he loves them so much. He's glad that the Packers nonsense has cooled down a little bit as we close out this week. But without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing pretty decent. As you said, cooled off is, uh, you know, what one way to put it. <laughs> one but, way. Uh, I'm keeping my head down. I'm swatting the rumors away. A couple of, uh, you know, of my of my guys came out to, uh, yesterday saying some, uh, you know, a little bit positive, uh, you know, positive rumors as yeah. far as this might be fixable. Yeah. This, this might, might be fixable. James Jones, John, uh, John Coon. Coon. Mm. Yeah, Cooney. Yeah. Love to say that again today or yeah. yesterday. It was mm-hmm. a good feeling. He was a good, good, uh, good, good fullback in the league. But uh, like I said, I'm keeping my head down. He's still on the team. I'm still thinking Super Bowl in 2021. Yeah, let's, let's not even get you started down this rabbit hole because we'll be here for a whole nother year talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Got to let you guys in on just a little bit of something. We battled a little bit of adversity before we started this pod, started recording, and our entire recording software crashed. Twice. We're scrambling around. Twice it crashed, ladies and gentlemen. We're scrambling around everywhere trying to figure out what's going on. And lo and behold, yours truly had used up 116 gigabytes of storage space on his laptop had about uh, a few hundred <laughs> kilobytes he looks at me and says that and i said my man kilobytes is uh, about as small as it gets <laughs> yeah that uh that would have been the problem so i promptly whipped out the old usb drive slapped him on there and wouldn't you know it all my icons came back and everything started running fast yeah again. you push the limits so hard your computer uh you know it slapped back yeah it slapped bit. back at us but that's all right we're live episode 34 ttl pod friday May 7th, 2021, clipping right through another week, and boy, oh boy, we got some uh, big, big announcements coming for you guys next week. Not going to tease it too much or tell you exactly when they're coming, but we got some big announcements coming down the pipeline, so make sure you stay tuned for all of that good action coming. Outside of that, you already know we have a loaded card for this Friday of Bets. 
where we are riding with some NBA plays. Actually, just one NBA play. A little MLB action. We got three straight picks coming for you there. We got a little Chicago parlay. Two for parlay coming at you as well. And then, of course, the Moneyline Dice make their usual appearance as per usual. Looking for a little bounce back. little bounce back. Went two and two. Had a couple of rough losses with the Mets and the Oakland A's. However, without further ado, let's get right into today's action. It is now time for everybody's favorite part and segment of the TTL podcast. The TTL crew's favorite bets of the day for this beautiful Friday of bets. And as I previously mentioned, we're going to kick things off as per usual on the hardwood. In today's NBA slate, our mags already has his Jordans laced up and has the jersey on. I'm not even going to waste any more time. Dunk this pick home, partner. All righty, my man. We are taking, uh, out of the Pelicans versus 76ers, we are taking the Philadelphia 76ers minus 8.5 at the time of recording. Sixers are looking to lock down this number one seed here in the Eastern Conference, while the Pels are looking to fight their way back into that 10 spot in the West. However, they will be without Brandon Ingram, and uh, at the time of recording, Stephen Adams is doubtful. Uh, those are some gaping absences in a game like this, where uh, without Stephen Adams and Joel Embiid is going to be uh, should be able to do just about whatever he wants to do, and uh, no Brandon Ingram leave. Brandon Ingram leaves a gaping hole in that offense. Without Brandon Ingram this year, they are one and four straight up on the season. That only win came against Houston. Uh, three of those losses were absolute blowout losses to Brooklyn and twice to Atlanta. Sixers are rolling right now. They have won six straight. Five of those are by double digits. Five and one ATS over their last six. They are three zero and one ATS over their last four home games. Things are going real well for the Sixers right now. And the Pels, they can be scrappy. But like I said, with those two absences in this game specifically, it's just not the right recipe for them. Uh, And like I said, uh, you know, the trends there without Brandon Ingram this season really make me feel good about it. Some blowout losses to some good teams. Uh, The only thing I didn't mention there, that other loss that they had was a tight loss or, yeah, tight loss to the Orlando Magic. Right. Uh, Not too impressive there either. Yeah, really, I, I couldn't agree with you more this game definitely comes down to ingram being out and it does look like steven adams is going to be out and if you don't have anybody to shut down a healthy Embiid and a healthy ben simmons then you might as well kiss this game goodbye we are not afraid of this high chalk at all so for the first play of the day the only pick coming out of the nba slate today ladies and gentlemen the philadelphia 76ers minus eight and a half or whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. And skipping over some hockey picks today, we went one and one yesterday on our run lines uh, or our puck lines. I'm saying that now at the time of recording, it looks like that's what it's going to be. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, I just spoke completely incorrectly and we're going to go two and oh. So a little reverse osmosis there for you. But nonetheless, Let's head on over to the MLB. We got three picks coming for you today, and I'm going to go ahead and kick this slate off. The first pick we are taking, we are headed to the matchup between the Washington Nationals and the New York Yankees. The Yankees are coming off that rough loss yesterday to the Houston Astros 4-7 after winning 6-3 and 7-3 against that same Houston team. These New York Yankees have been a little weird at the beginning of the season, but I think this is their time that they're going to start turning things around. They're 15 and 15 against the run line overall this season, 9 and 7 against the run line at home and as a home favorite. However, in their last 5 games, they're 5 and 1 straight up and against the run line. And they're winning by an average margin of 4.2 runs. So that gets it done well, well past the minus one and a half. The Yanks against Corbin have actually been really well. Didn't mention that. Old Corbin is going to be on the mound for the Nats. And Talon is going to be on the mound for the Yankees. And as I said, the Yankees against Corbin 
have absolutely lit him up during his career. DJ LeMahieu loves him the most, averaging 353, only four strikeouts, three walks, seven RBIs, and four home runs. And then the big man, Giancarlo Stanton, averaging 333, only six Ks, two walks, four RBIs, and two home runs in 18 at-bats. The way that man is looking right now, Giancarlo Stanton putting the hurting on the ball right now, and when he is putting the hurting on the ball, partner, as me and you talk about all the time, there ain't no stopping him he is one of our favorite home run hitters to watch and this is not a homer play the Washington Nationals have really gotten cold the offense has gone completely cold over their last few games over their last five games they have lost three straight to Atlanta if you didn't catch that they scored two three and one runs and then before that they won three straight however they only scored three seven and two so the offense just hasn't been clicking whereas the Yankees scored four six seven two six and ten in their last six games overall so they've been putting up plenty of runs to handle this cold cold Nats offense the Nats are three and three straight up and against the run line in their last five. They're 10 and 16 against the run line overall this season, five and six against the run line on the road, and five and five against the run line as a road dog. And to really hammer it home for you, both of these teams coming off of limited rest, and the Nats got to fly on up to New York to play these Yankees. Nats, nine and 12 against the run line on no rest. Mm-hmm. Yankees with an opportunity to even it up, 12 and 13 against the run line, no rest. Early season and bumps were a big cause of that and I think they really got that opportunity to roll right back in and cover this one and a half with ease yeah my man I uh I'm gonna be sprinkling a little bit on some John Carlo home run action just to go off on a little cuff here through that this series against Houston home run in each of his games oh yeah all three games first two games four for five three for four today I think he was only one for four with a bomb Mm -hmm. but like you said when he is rolling he is rolling he is on there is no baseball safe and uh, <laughs> no. if you give me a picture where he's got some uh, previous success against, mm-hmm. that's all I need to hear. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. So for the first pick of the MLB slate coming from the TTL crew today, we are taking the New York Yankees on the run line minus one and a half. For the second pick on today's MLB slate. My partner's got this one locked down and we're headed to the matchup between the Cincinnati Reds and the Cleveland Indians. Mr. Magnuson, what do we got for these kind folks? Little uh, little state rivalry here. Uh, we're switching gears and going with some first five action. Uh, we're taking the Cincinnati Reds plus a half in the first five innings or, uh, versus the Cleveland Indians, as you mentioned. Uh, we got Wade Miley, left-hander versus Zach Plezak, right-hander for the Indians. Indians uh, flat out have one of the worst offenses against left-handed pitching. Reds on the flip side have one of the top offenses versus right-handed pitching. Uh, But in these first five bets for both of these teams, the Reds are third in the MLB in first five inning runs with 3.17. Cleveland is second to last with 1.83. Zach Plezak in his last start out. Pitched pretty well against my White Sox. However, that was the third time out this season against the White Sox. Mm-hmm. You know, a little correction action. And Luis Robert went down early on in that game. Completely changed the energy. Wind out of the sails. Wind out of the sails, like you said. And uh, Wade Miley himself has been pretty solid this year. Uh, Joey Votto is going to be out for this game. But, uh, you know, that's not really that big of a deal in my opinion, as least as far as these Reds. Uh, this current Reds team is concerned. He hasn't mm-hmm. really been himself this year anyways. Mm-hmm. If he can come back later in the season and be himself... Watch out. Sure. Doesn't matter today. That's, uh, you know, I digress. But, uh, you know, Castellanos was scratched, I believe, on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, another nice little rest day. So he should be back and healthy. He's got some uh, decent career numbers here against Plezak, and he's tearing the cover off the ball right now. Absolutely. And one final thing that I could really, really hammer home, and we bet because of this stat with the Kansas City Royals yesterday, but the Royals are really starting to slow down. I think you saw that yesterday with some of that offense, Mm -hmm. but the Indians against left-handed pitching, 195 average, 295 OBP, and only averaging 4.47 runs per nine innings. Yeah. So for the second pick of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking the Cincinnati Reds' first five run line plus a half. Lock that bad boy in. And for the third 
and final pick coming out of today's MLB slate. I got this one. Got it locked down. Got it ready to roll. We're taking another first five run line. This time we're headed to the matchup between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. And we're rolling with the Philadelphia Phillies first five run line plus a half. Now, you may think we're a little crazy. Atlanta Braves just took three straight over the Washington Nationals. But as you heard me say a little bit earlier, the Nationals are really starting to cool off. Over their last five games, the Braves have only put up 12 first five inning runs and the Phillies have put up 16 first five inning runs. The Phillies and the Braves have met six times already in 2021 and the Phillies are 3-1-2 and two in the first five innings in those six games against the Braves. So, Let me tell you, our bet would have won three times and pushed twice, so we absolutely love that trend to continue with the plus a half. One final thing that we're really looking at here is the opponent team opponent first five innings run per game. So this is what the team is giving up Mm -hmm. for the first five innings. Now, Philadelphia, 11th in the MLB, only allowing 2.35 runs per first five innings, and Atlanta, dead last in the MLB and opponent runs loud per first five. You definitely love to see it with the little bit of a 16 to 12 split there as well. Atlanta allowing 3.20 first five inning runs per game. I love it. And to close it out, Zach Eflin on the mound for the Phillies, Charlie Morton on the mound for the Braves. Charlie Morton has been classic Charlie Morton all over the map. His last three games, he's gone 16 and two thirds, given up 10 earned runs and given up 12 hits. He has let teams tear the cover off the ball on him, and it's time for Zach Eflin to bounce back. He got raked by the Atlanta Braves when they faced him back on April 10th. He gave up four earned runs on seven hits and only went six innings. The Philadelphia Phillies lost that game 4-5, so you cannot tell me Zach Eflin is not going to be ready to get that game off of his brain, off of his mind, and come out an absolutely deal to these Atlanta Braves. Regardless of what they did against the Nationals, I do not think this Braves team and this Braves offense is as cracked up as everybody likes to say it is, even though they have Acuna and some other hot bats right in there. At least, right, At least now. right now, they are uh, they're kind of a little hit and miss, and when you have the opportunity to scoop up the Phillies, who have all of a sudden gotten hot and destroyed the Milwaukee Brewers aces up and down in Philadelphia, give us all of the Philadelphia Phillies first five run line. Right. We are definitely locking that in. So one more time for the final MLB pick of the day. We are taking the Philadelphia Phillies first five run line plus a half. Lock that bad boy in at whatever the current best line you are seeing it at on your favorite sports book. There you have it. The the favorite plays of the day. I almost said special play because I glanced over at it, but we're getting there. Getting Hold on. Pull, pull the reins back real quick, Tiger. So one more time for the four favorite plays for the TTL crew today. We are feeling a solid, solid close to the week with these plays. We are winning for the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. One more time. Philadelphia 76ers minus eight and a half. New York Yankees minus one and a half. Cincinnati Reds, first five run line, plus a half. And the Philadelphia Phillies, first five run line, plus a half. Lock those four plays in at whatever the best line you're currently seeing them at on your favorite sports book and get ready to run those bad boys to the window with the TTL crew. And let's get right on into it. For the second segment of the day, we are bringing you the aforementioned Chicago two for parlay. Now, you might have looked at today's slate and said, Colt, Armax, we got three Chicago teams playing today. What are you guys talking about? Well, we are running so far in the opposite direction of our Chicago Bulls. We don't even want to see what that line opens up at. We don't even want to know what's going on. They might have had a great game last night against Charlotte, but we do not care. We are not risking it with this, and right. we feel... And not only that, but the uh, Celtics, they're playing the Celtics, and the yeah, Celtics are a little too unpredictable themselves. We don't need that. So we took an opportunity. What are the other two teams left? Well, my Cubbies and our Mag Sox. So we decided to bite the bullet for each other and find the best value in these games. And believe it or not, it might not be what you're thinking. But after much deliberation and research, let me tell you, 
this bad boy's feeling real good. Go for it. However, play at your own risk. This is the special play. It has a little bit more juice on it, a little bit more action to it, but we think it gets the gets the job done real nice and a uh, little extra wallet filler here on your Friday yeah. afternoon and evening of bets. So for the Chicago baseball two for parlay, the first leg we are taking is my Cubbies. First pitch is at 1.20 p.m. Central Standard Time, and they are playing the Pittsburgh P-Roots. The only uh, day game on the slate. The only day now game we had to get in on there early. the slate. So we are taking the Cubs run line, minus one and a half. That's right. We said run line, minus one and a half. These Cubbies have really turned things around over their last few games. May I remind you, as the humble Cubs fan I am. We just swept the Los Angeles Dodgers, so I don't think this shaky Pirates team and Trevor Cahill is going to be anything for these bats right now. Now, granted, there is a little bit of nonsense going on with KB and with some of the radio guys at ESPN 1000, Kaplan. There's all these rumors swirling around that it might have screwed up his head or something, but we're not going to talk about that. We don't need that action. Yeah, so that I'm pretty deep into the ESPN 1000 guys, so they're, okay. uh, Kaplan said some stuff about, anyways, uh, yeah anyways, either way anyways. we don't need it regardless we'll save that for the banter <laughs> moments i'll come back to it don't worry however we think that the cubs are going to get this done with ease even against this uh really 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 difficult uh los angeles dodgers team they won seven to one in the first game against kershaw and dealt him his shortest start of his entire career one inning the other two games they had to battle one six five and four three but Dang. outside of that they Bombing. They've been bombing homers. I don't want to sound like a homer, no pun intended, but I'm telling you, the Pirates have lost six out of their last, or five out of their last six games, actually, uh, six, six out seven, of their yeah. last seven as well. So, and those have all come by the run line. Every single one of those losses, they have lost by more than the run line. Not only that, but even in including their one win, they haven't put up more than two runs in their last four games. No, they have not. So I absolutely love the Cubbies here. My partner, being a staunch Sox fan, looked at me and said, hey, I actually love it as well. Yeah. So for the first leg of the Chicago baseball parlay, the two for parlay for your Friday, we are taking the Cubs run line minus one and a half. And for the second leg, I'm going to let my man take this one. Of course, it's his team, so let him homer out a little bit and tell you why we're taking the pick we are out of that matchup. All right, my man. uh, You know... We're going to be taking the, this White Sox team minus one and a half versus another, the Kansas City an- Royals. Another run line, you don't yes, say. Yes, sir. Uh, and in this one, I love this pitching matchup so much in this action. We've got Same. Carlos Rodon. A new man has struggled throughout his early career with injuries. He is finally healthy. He is finally dealing. He's 4 0 with a .072, or excuse me, .72 ERA, including a no hitter. And he is facing uh, the White Sox nemesis, uh, Brad Keller. If you remember, mm. I believe mm. it's 2019. I could be wrong. It might be 2018. Regardless, that is the uh, original Tim Anderson bat flip beef where uh, Brad Keller had some issues with Tim Anderson pimping mm-hmm. a home run. Mm-hmm. And then it started the whole, uh, you know, make baseball fun. Let's make, yep. make baseball fun. And yep. It uh, has been fun, and the White Sox have had fun against Brad Keller, Mm. and that includes this season. Uh, you know, beyond that, you already mentioned it earlier, earlier on in the pod. The Royals have been, uh, you know, very, very cooled off after their surprising start. One of the, maybe the most surprising start. Mm. They have now lost five straight. Uh, all of those have come within the AL Central Division. And, uh, you know, my White Sox have been a little hit or miss lately. But like I said, I love Carlos Rodon in this matchup. And I uh, love my White Sox to put another crooked number up on Brad Keller earlier on in the year. Only lasted three and a third, six hits, four runs, two bombs. And I love my man. Uh, you know, maybe Timmy Anderson puts one on him again. Hey, they've been, uh, the Sox have been tearing up the Royals and tearing up Keller this year. However, Keller's been getting tear, torn up. Right. Not teared up, torn, torn up torn by up. everybody. He's yeah. got a two and three record, 8.06 ERA, 2.15 whip, and he's only averaging three and two thirds innings in his starts. Teams are raking him, and we love 
I can't even believe I'm saying this. I love the Sox to cover the one and a half here. Absolutely. Yeah. So for the second leg, White Sox run line minus one and a half. You take the Cubs run line minus one and a half with uh, Davies on the mound and Cahill on the mound for the Pirates. Davies is due for a bounce back. Kids, don't worry. It might get a little sweaty at the beginning, but he's coming back. So for the two legs, the Chicago baseball two for parlay, lock it in. We got the Chicago White Sox on the run line minus one and a half and the Chicago Cubs on the run line minus one and a half. Parlay those bad boys up and you're going to get some odds north of 300 oh, yeah, plus 300 well north of them and you're going to have a nice cash for your Friday yeah, evening nice of little, bets. Nice little Chicago twofer, nice little day-night twofer. Absolutely. You get to cash one leg, relax, get your breath about yeah. you, and then go into the next one. Yes, sir. Let the sweat commence. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the Chicago baseball twofer parlay. And for the third segment of today's podcast, the always present and the all-knowing Moneyline Dice if you want to get your own set of money line dice before we dive into today's role, seen some of you kind listeners on Twitter asking where can we get our own dice? How do we get our hands on some of these bad boys? Well, guess what? We can tell you how and we're going to give you a little something as a bonus. Head on over to moneylinedice.com. We'll put the link in this episode's description. Pick out whatever items you like on their website. Nothing is off limits, and they have some amazing, amazing merchandise over there. Once you get everything in that cart, you hit that checkout button. It's going to say, you got a code. Guess what you do now? Enter TTL10. That is TTL10 in that coupon code box, and you're going to get 10% off on your first order on Moneyline Dice, and you're going to be able to roll right along with the crew. So without further ado, oh baby, they're back. They are officially two and two on the TTL pod, looking for a little redemption. And for today's matchup, we have another team looking for some redemption and another team who's playing real hot. We're going for an MLB matchup today. The Dice said this is what they wanted. And we're going for the LA Dodgers versus the LA Angels. Little West Coast action, little in-town action, if you will. Get your nitroglycerin pills out. This first pitch is at 8.38 p.m. Central Standard Time, so we're going to be in for one hell of a doozy here, folks. So, as per usual, if you ain't stopped by before and you don't know how these dice work, we roll for home or away, and we also roll for ATS or money line. In this case, ATRL against the run line. The Los Angeles Dodgers are technically the away team, and the Los Angeles Angels are technically the home team. So, for the first roll, we're going to do home away. The dice are ready. They're primed. They're looking good. Let me clear a nice landing space here so we don't have any issues like we did on Wednesday and dice rolling all over oh. the TTL production studios. Oh, hey, that's studios. why we lost. That's why the that's dice That's what it lost. was. It, we had dice rolling all over the you TTL production studio. Blackouts in the first studio. loss. You oh. got, you know, a the miss only roll. Thing, only oh. thing that can stop our oh. dice. Only oh. thing that can stop the I dice. I feel so, so good about these dice now. Oh, Just got to get a good, nice little roll here. Feeling good. So for the first roll... Home or away, and don't worry, you'll be able to see us roll these very soon as a little foreshadowing as to what some of the announcements might be coming next week. I'll hit on that again, <laughs> just to tease you. Home or away, home or away, in a three, two, one. Away team, the Los LA Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers. So the dice are feeling the Dodgers. We'll move this one over, and let me scoop up that. ATRL That's or good, money. That's good because I uh, prefer the Dodgers pitching matchup in this yes. one. Yes, Urias, I do believe, correct? Yep. All right. So we got against the run line or money line. I wouldn't be upset with either. Not too long. In oh. a three, in a two, in a one. Well, uh, ATS, well, ladies and against gentlemen. Against the run line. Against the run line. That, so uh, might be plus money. I could, uh... You pull out your sports book. I'll let them know. The dice have spoken, ladies and gentlemen. They are telling you and us, the TTL crew, to hammer in today if you want to win some money. The Los Angeles Dodgers on the run line, minus one and a half. 
About even odds. About even odds. That's all right. Still a payday if you ask me. Yes, sir. Lock that bad boy in. Lock that play. The dice are on a rebound. Two and two. We don't want to. We don't want to hear no nonsense about these dice because they are back in action and ready to rock and roll. Funny business in those two losses, man. No more funny business. Funny here. fucking business. That's that's exactly what it was. So today, the dice are extremely confident and have spoken on the Los Angeles Dodgers run line minus one and a half. Lock it in, hammer it home, sprinkle some dough down, and let the dice cash some tickets for you. Man, I was trying to figure out, racking my brain the last couple of days, trying to figure out where these dice went wrong. Hey, now we figured well, it out. We, we have figured it out. I mean, you should see the absolute look of epiphany on this man's face <laughs> right now. He is uh, absolutely elated. Faith, so The faith has returned. The faith has returned. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you are one of the kind folks that just comes for our picks and to get some analysis and cash some tickets with us, you got all of our best plays of the day. Head on out of here, but y'all come back now, you hear? Don't be away for too long because the TTL crew's going to be live and able to be watched live before you know it so make sure you come on back so you can catch those announcements make sure to follow us on all of our socials if you don't want to go searching around just go smash that link tree and you'll find everything in there and you ain't got to worry about it anyway we'll catch y'all on the other side but for you that like to stick around hang out hear a little bit of the cruise banter welcome on into the slow it on down drop it into first gear second half of the talking the line podcast Partner, I think we uh, we got some pretty solid value coming out of today. Uh, had had a little bit of a shaky week, uh, both me and you, just kind of all over the map. And yeah, it's pretty, a, in, pretty mediocre. And I would honestly, say. still not really mad at any. I looked no. re through, not mad at any of the plays, man. It's just honestly, been some weird bad beats. Yeah, we honestly. hit the, uh, the we hit the Monday Madness parlay. That was by far the highlight of our week. Yeah. By Absolutely, far. by far that uh, that saved our souls probably for yeah. this entire week Honestly, so far. Yeah, it's ooh, ooh, it's been it's been quite wild. Oh, but back to uh, what I was kind of saying there. So let me let me actually punch this in so I don't say um, nothing wrong. But yeah, David Kaplan apparently was on uh, ESPN One Thousand Cap and Company. If you've mm-hmm. uh, never watched it before, and he there was some tweet as to he put out a tweet. He had. He had said something to the extent of that the Cubs were planning to um, exclusive Cubs offered to extend Chris Bryant and are below the top of the market, but no ownership luxury tax mandate exists. Actually, that's that's uh, back from a little while ago. So it like came up. There was something about where he uh, Cubs reported a two hundred million. There it is. Cubs reported a two hundred million dollar contract offer. But it's simply not true, says the headline here for Bleacher Report. So apparently there was this rumor. David Kaplan was like the Cubs approached Bryant in the last several months with an extension offer worth well north of $200 million. He keeps turning them down. They they haven't uh, given him any, any leeway. And that actually, from all accounts, is completely false. Huh. Hasn't even happened at all. Hasn't even been a discussion piece for fuck's sakes and kb has finally what kind of my analysis there kb has finally found his stroke right my man is in the top five of homers and batting average if i do not if i am not mis- misspoken i know he's in two i was gonna say i know, I know he's in two batting. home runs if yeah it's not, i know uh, he's in two batting categories i'm not sure if it's average or one of the other ones however you're telling me we just got our man to finally find his mojo again after everybody remembers him going on Redline Radio with the Barstool guys and talking about, how do I even think baseball's fun anymore? Because all the money and all the all we got to talk about is money. I, I don't even know if it's in, in, any fun anymore. And he finally got out of that funk, and now we got to slam some more money, money, money talk on him. Yeah. You know... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. People were blowing up Kaplan like crazy today on Twitter. Uh, people quote tweeting him and this and that. And I mean, Kaplan's not afraid of shit. I no. mean, he's like, he he straight came out and he's like, oh, so I was wrong at the time. Like, excuse me, whatever. Yeah. I didn't know. But 
it's kind of, I mean, it may be more than what it is, but I'm a big fan of Cap. Cap's always been one of my big guys. I, I also love Abdallah and Bleck and, all, I mean, Carm, Yurko, all the ESPN 1000 guys. I mean, Yeah, I was going to say, Cap's not going to let it no. you know, bring him down by any no. means. But, I mean, hey, like you said, seeing uh, Chris Bryant back, uh, back in the, you know, I don't want. I don't know if you would say back green. in a saddle at least. Uh, yeah, that's fuck's fair. Sakes. Yeah, nine, <laughs> nine homers, three hundred eight average, three ninety five OBP. I yeah, mean, I mean it's a far cry from what we saw last year, so it yeah. definitely makes me happy to see him back. But certainly, certainly helps your offense, and it's yeah. uh, it's cooking along right now. Yeah, most definitely, my friend. I I was elated if you didn't catch any of but my I mean, Cubs uh, Cubby check ins for the yeah. that sweep over the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> but you said, you know, Cap's getting a lot of heat. I mean there's a lot of all these reporters, uh Bob Demosk Demovsky for the Packers is getting similar heat as far <laughs> just Dude, getting Schefter's getting heat. Schefter's getting heat. Pissed heat. off after, Packers fans. Hey, man, man. <laughs> after, after going on the Dan Patrick show yesterday morning, man, did you see that interview? Uh, I saw bits and pieces of it, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hey, yo, Shefty, 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 and basically what, what Patrick was trying to get at is, like, if you didn't see it, I, I suggest you go watch the full interview because it, it really sheds a lot of light onto this Aaron Rodgers topic right but now. But, I mean... But basically, it's just Shefty, Shefty, yeah. and this was a culmination of information that Adam Schefter had acquired since that infamous interview we all saw of Aaron at the end of last right. season where he's got the blue shirt on and the black bandana, he's all fucking depressed. And it's just been a culmination, and it was Schefter's decision to drop it on draft weekend. Gee, go now, figure. Go now, figure. Now the ratings for the NFL draft all weekend are going to go through however, the damn roof. However, go figure. now ESPN's like pissed at Schefter. Like Shefty's like it's it's a whole thing now because yeah. of that. So I mean, like I've been grr. saying, like where there's smoke, there's probably a little bit of fire. But sure. I mean, I, I had some peace of mind with James Jones and John Coon coming mm-hmm. out and saying today, like, hey, like you know, this this can be fixed. Yeah, this can be fixed with any with any luck. I mean, I do hope the best for you. I I don't as as a fan, as somebody who I Watched. who I would uh, like to have you in very good spirits going forward here. Um, but you know, as a as a Bears fan, I I hope the worst. I but, was gonna say, if if shit gets figured out, watch the fuck out in twenty twenty one. That's all I'm gonna say. I suppose I uh, I could definitely concur with that. I I mean, if it gets figured out and you don't have. Uh, any of the... I mean, if it doesn't get figured out, then, you know, it's either one or the other, so... <laughs> yeah, it's one or the other, but, I, the other. but on that rabbit hole, I, I don't think he stays within the NFC no. if no. if he's gone. Like, they will get him so far out of town, yeah. I mean, he'll be on the other side of the nation yeah. if they got anything to say about it, right. but... I've been saying it a lot. Jury's still out on Aaron Rodgers. We don't, honestly, I don't think anybody knows what the hell is going on. What we do know is this is not Aaron. This is not Aaron starting any of this shit. This is people within his camp or other camps or whatever. And this is actually something that front offices do as well. Like if they're actually wanting to shop a player, like they'll purposely release right. information like, oh, Rogers is a piece of shit. Like, oh, he's doing this They don't this want that, that though. Like, you saw so him, who knows? He's on Matt LaFleur's press conference. Oh, he looked, he looked like, like he was going to cry. Yeah. Like he, he don't want that at all. Well, I mean, and now what makes me feel better, like, like I said, I think it's exaggerated because now we're seven days after the draft and now this is the only NFL topic that's being talked about yeah. and they actually have something to talk about. Right. On my drive over here today, I pop on the radio. I was like, am I going to, are they going to be talking about Ray Rogers? I don't want to hear it. First, not even like the first sentence. It was literally the first words. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Ah, nope. Yeah, it's See just ya. it's just click right now. It's clickbait right now, and it's overreaction. And not only that, mid-season. but it's a different team every single day that he's going to be traded to. They were talking about on first take. I have walked past the TV, and it's like. Would the Browns be the team to beat if they got Rodgers? Like, no fucking shit they'd be the team to beat. <laughs> They're not going to rent Rodgers for two years when they got Baker Mayfield for the next 10. Like, Yeah, for like, real. Like, would they be a, would that elevate them for the next 100%. two years? 110%. But, <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Yeah, Get out of here. I don't know. I saw some Browns fans say I'd rather go 0-16 with Baker than win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. No, you wouldn't. No, and you wouldn't. no, you, you definitely wouldn't, <laughs> no, sir. You would not. No, no, you would not. You may be loyal to Baker now, but you start seeing them wins roll in, and you would uh, switch on over to Mr. 12 very soon. Say, different story if it's like, oh, getting to the AFC Championship right. and losing for a year or two. Right. That might be a different story. Right. 
But, you know, hoisting the trophy is a different story. Hey, speaking of the Bronnies, though, my man, they got their first playoff win last year in a very, very long time. Or was it first ever in, in franchise history? Uh, one or the other. One or the other. I'm not 100% certain. I should know that. And uh, while I'm, while I'm jibber-jabbering, yeah, just maybe if you see that. But, man, oh, oh, man, I don't know at if least you in also. the Super Bowl era. Yeah. They've, won, they've won NFL championships before. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right, with Jim Brown. And, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. They were, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they, they, were good. Good. <laughs> they were a great team. They were very good. So, Brownies are starting to turn it around. They made some good moves in the playoffs. A lot of people, or in the playoffs, in the draft, they a lot of people are saying they won this year's draft. I tend to kind of say outside of my Bears as far as pick consistency. Yeah, I think they did a great job. If you didn't see the video of Miles Flash Garrett doing some of the most insane hamstring curls that you've ever seen in your life. He was doing them where he's got his ankles underneath one of the pads and he's going nose to the floor and then lifting himself back yeah, up. However, the whole time he's dancing. He's yeah. bobbing his shoulders and rolling and he's singing freak. and going down. Now, I would like to know what planet he's from because that, that's not human. That's not human. And as the great Pat, Pat McAfee uh, so, so funnily said... I look at this man and I realize that somebody has to look at him and go against him for 60 straight plays yeah. and think that they can possibly beat him. Was it him that <laughs> was it him that we were talking about a couple weeks ago or was it somebody else where yeah, it, we were talking it, his, about his best football has yet to come? Oh yeah, that's that we were talking about the I think Browns that was D him, line right? yeah. because the the improved Browns D line in and of itself is is enough for me to say okay, yeah, this uh this team's got another serious shot this year and yeah. and especially with some of the weapons they added on offense, they'll have OBJ back. I think they got a serious serious shot as mm-hmm. long as OBJ doesn't try and do no dumb end arounds and take it 20 yards field when he just needs to get out of bounds they'll be just fine yeah they'll be just fine 100%. and yes i am 100 percent referencing last year's play where he went out i do apologize browns fans hey. however either way um not a whole lot of other interesting news there's uh just been a few minor minor acquisitions pick up free agencies actually the um dolphin safety uh why can't i think of his name right now while i'm uh, thinking I of it i can't even i can't Either. I, I saw some uh, news quick. that he was visiting hey, somebody too. Bam, bam, bam. Bobby McCain. I'm quick uh, yeah, on the trigger. He, um, I tweeted out his stats, and he is, he's been a dog for Miami. He's, he's, every single year he has uh, played for Miami. I do believe he's been in the year f- or in the league for six years now. Um, however, I, I don't really understand because he was a team captain there. I don't know really why they released him, what they thought. But however, my man, Riverboat Ron says, hey, Bobby, come on over. The water's just fine. Come check out what we're doing here with this Washington football team. And actually, as I mentioned it, I think that Washington football team's got something going over there again this year. If they can get uh, any type of consistency yeah. in quarterback, their defense is I, and I think I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick does that for them. I, yeah. I don't care how old he is. I don't care what you want to say, but... Oh, ho, ho, Fitz Magic. That's all he is, man. Yeah. That's all he is. He comes in and he makes fucking plays all day long. He's a monster. Not saying he's a pro bowler, but the last couple of years, he's been been Mm -hmm. pretty competent. Yeah. And uh, I think that's all they need. He played good on the Dolphins last year. I'm telling you, man. And I... Until uh, somebody steps out and proves that they're a legit playoff team, I'd say mm-hmm. that division's still anybody's ball game. Yeah. My boy, uh, Charles Leno Jr., he might be sliding over there to uh, Washington football team, put in some great years for the Bears. They uh, Detroit, Detroit Lions actually waived Kirion Johnson, yep. and they're looking at him also as an ad behind Antonio Gibson, which yeah. Antonio Gibson, my goodness, if you didn't have him in fantasy last year, mm-hmm. I apologize because... I scooped him up in week one, seeing some solid projections, and he was a little rough at the beginning, and then it was just all systems go after, I think it was week three or four, when he finally got unleashed, and it was just, it was all systems go from that point, so... Man, oh man, I really, 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 really like the Washington football team. I think they make noise in the NFC East this year. I, I really think they have a shot to win the NFC East if I'm so. if I I'm mean, giving out some early hot takes and predictions. Reigning champs at seven and nine. I, I mean, mean, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, I think, 
I would say all four of these teams should be more improved, or at least a little bit improved than they were last year. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, actually, I just came across this while I was looking. I totally forgot this happened as well. Um, one of my favorite college running backs from last year that I watched all year, Tuba Hubbard. Uh, he ah. actually got signed by the Carolina Panthers. Um, he, uh, what'd they say, agreed to the fourth term pick. Uh, Carolina added Oklahoma State running back with the number 120 pick uh, Saturday. So yeah, uh, I guess that I'll, I'll also already happened. I don't know why they would have talked about that. However, great to see uh, Tuba Hubbard getting a little tutelage from CMC, if you will. Yeah, a little uh, two-headed monster thing. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a hell of a backfield. Yeah, not only that, but a little insurance. Yeah, hey. uh, CMC insurance there. Yeah, and I've been, uh, I've been high on Carolina all this past year. I thoroughly think that Rule will have a great plan in place to get Sam Darnold back to the Sam Darnold that we all know. Not the one that's seeing ghosts on the sideline for the New York Jets. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that. And I think he has enough weapons, not in only to where Sam Darnold can push the ball down the field and he can move around in that pocket. Yeah. People like to forget. And if he doesn't, he and he has the option now to not have to do that and has a scat back that can rip off 30 yards every time he touches the ball in mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, me and you saw Christian McCaffrey face to face and yeah. that man is a freak. Yeah. That man is a freak. Mm. I, I would do anything to have him on my football team. I mean, yeah. they have nothing but weapons in Carolina this yeah, year. DJ Moore, nothing but weapons. Yeah, absolutely. Robbie Anderson. As, as long as uh, as long as Sam Darnold actually, is not broken by the Jets. Actually, Robbie Anderson was on the Jets when Darnold was on the Jets, and they had a pretty oh, solid shit, I didn't connection. Even that. I totally forgot about that. And Robbie Anderson went the hell off last year with Carolina with Teddy Bridgewater under center. So. Actually, that is uh, uh, that's not bad at all. That isn't I, bad. I don't mind that. Uh, I don't mind that one bit. Wow. Yeah. So hey, eyes up on Carolina and this I, year. I like Matt Rule a lot. Oh, I absolutely I, that's, love that's, Matt that's Rule. That's probably fifty percent of this conversation yeah. for me, at least. Yeah. Matt and Rule's I mean, obviously, you got match. the defending champs at the top of the division, but uh, mm. you know. Saints probably going to be dropping back a little bit. You have to think maybe. Yeah, I maybe. think so too. I, you know, we we discussed it a few pods back, but a lot of teams are in win now mode, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the new NFL is. To tell you the truth, it's like screw the cap, screw whatever's going to happen because we know it's going to go up next year anyway. Let's just put all of our chips in the pond or ducks in the pond, whatever chips you want to say. Chick chips in the pile. I was combining two uh, two <laughs> phrases there <laughs> trying, trying to be trying to be witty. Um but yeah, man, I I just think a lot of teams are in that win now mode. Do I think that the Bucks repeat 90%? Mm. It's too hard to repeat, in my opinion. It's too hard to repeat. It's too hard to but, repeat. But the thing is, is like, when's the last time that a team that has had the opportunity to repeat returned all eleven and eleven on both sides of the ball? That's fair. When's the last time that happened? I mean, they got the chemistry. They're not losing. They've been hanging out all year. They had the Super Bowl boat party. Let's turn this bad boy around and get it done right one more time. I don't know. Maybe Tom's an alcoholic now. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. That <laughs> avocado vodka. Uh, but hey, nah, even, I mean, even if they don't repeat, I think they at least get two in three years. I think they do. I mean, you think so? They're such a solid team, dude. They are such a solid team. And literally, they used the entire... 75% of the regular season last year to figure each other out. I know. That's what scares me the most. bomb balls. That's what scares me the most. Screw around with say. this play. Oh, Tom can't make this pass to Scotty Miller, but he can make it to A.B. Or, oh, Godwin will be there to make this catch, but Evans might not be there to make this one. And they had Actually, all that time to figure that out. And we saw it in the playoffs. We saw what happens. Because my Chicago Bears beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that was a total fluke. So. Yeah. I I yeah. I'm I'm okay to admit it. Um, you know I'm gonna. This is gonna sound biased, Uh-oh. but uh, if I if if my man's back, I would say that's obviously their uh, you know biggest competition, little NFC Championship repeat. If not, I think they walked yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I think you're right too. As much as I hate to say it, if everything remains as it is, there because uh, I think the Saints obviously are falling back. Yeah. NFC East, like I said, I think they're improved. Dunzo. I don't think there's any uh, Super Bowl contenders there. 
Uh, and then, then you know, the NFC West has got some, you know, got some talent, obviously. Do mm. we think the 49ers bounce back to super contention? I don't know. Uh, and then, obviously, you got Stafford in uh, L.A. I, I'm really mm. interested to see what, what, uh, what goes on there because I... Yeah, the West is interesting this year. It is. That's uh, maybe, the most, uh, maybe the most interesting division, if mm. I do say so myself. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would have to concur with you on that. I I still love McVay and the Rams. I'm really interested to see what Stafford does with a, a team that it can actually win yeah. games. Uh, a lot of the games the Rams lost last year were because of Jared Goff's deer in the headlights yeah. look. And if you ain't seen it, I suggest that the next game that you watch of Jared Goff behind center, you can tell when he's off. It's, it's the first series. It, it's the first snap. He has this blank look on his face and he's just pale and... And he's just like looking around the field trying to figure out what in the world is going on. And it's not every game. It's not by any means. But you can tell it when it happens. And it's it's bad. It's I could, bad. I could, uh, I could see him being a decent dome quarterback over there in Detroit. I could but, see uh, him too. But then uh, that's any, not going to help too much. No. Uh, anytime they got to go in Lambo. Anytime they got to go to Soldier Field. Yeah, it's it's he's already not had six. He's already proven yeah. that he's bad in the cold yeah, so. yeah I, I it was kind of a weird move to me for the lions but hey we got uh motor city dan campbell biting kneecaps off over there so we'll see what happens according to him if anything happens he hired the coaches he did so he can just slot them right in there in case anything <laughs> has to happen that's the kind of alpha mentality uh, that uh they'll be the little brother of the nfc north yeah, until further notice yeah, in my opinion yeah we'll see i mean uh, dan campbell's got a year to figure figure things out but i think I think Dan Campbell's got something there in Detroit. I don't think the roster is a total scrub. No, 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 not at all. And actually, I didn't know that they shipped Marvin Jones out to Jacksonville. Yeah. I had no idea that happened. Mm -hmm. I saw that the other day because somebody put out a poll of who's going to be the best uh, Jaguars uh, wide receiver this year between DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, and then Marvin Marvin Jones. Jones, And I was like, Marvin Jones, what? And, oh, well, I'll be a son of a bitch. He's there. So they're just another weapon for... A, a great quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah. hey, 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 his his new thread photo dropped today as yeah. well. He's uh, looking pretty sick nasty in that yeah, Duval man. teal. Honestly, it made me, I was like, damn, Trevor Lawrence doesn't look as good. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, in that, know, in that just, Jaguars. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, just because it's the Jaguars. It's yeah. Just, I'm just, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm just not You're trained. jaded. You're jaded. Uh, to them conditioned. Being, I'm conditioned, conditioned to them, to them being, being Terrible, terrible, terrible quarterbacks. Yeah, because what with um, yeah, Blake Bortles, Doug, uh, Doug Marone last year. What they went like, I don't even know what they went last year. It was Their bad. Record? Yeah, it was bad. Oh yeah, I mean, they had the number one pick. They they won one game, one in fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I I I couldn't remember if they ended up winning two or not. Um, but yeah, they were battling with the Jets all year last they year. They won one game, beat the Colts mm. week one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do uh do also remember because you had the Jets to go zero and sixteen, and they lost it on that. Uh, Greg Williams, am I mm, the no, defensive no, no. coordinator? They they uh, preserved the uh, winless season because of oh, Greg Williams. Oh, that's right, because of that one, yeah. And then they came back. In, the, the very next game. The very that's next right. game, I that's think. Right. They, beat, yeah. uh, they won two games. Yeah, but, the uh, infamous Greg Williams zero blitz. Okay, not the next game. Not the next game. A couple games later. They beat the Rams and the Browns. I I was yeah. – that. that's one of my – I would – I, I would do I it again. I forgot they beat the Rams. That's right. They beat the Rams. I, I so totally upset. forgot about that. That was crazy. It was like plus 750. Yeah. And I had a nice yeah. little chunk on there too. Yeah. Oh, oh, that would have been sweet for sure. Man, I, I am just getting more juiced up for the NFL That was NFL such an season. electric future. That was yeah. such an electric Yeah, it was. I would, at the time, I would write down all my NFL bets on a piece of paper. And then at the end of it, I would just write... Jets to lose at the very top. <laughs> <laughs> didn't matter who, didn't matter when. So, and, and that's kind of a, a little segue before we kind of wrap things up here. Definitely uh, an NFL NFL banter moments today. Got some uh, good hot taking news coming out of here. You think any teams go 0-16 this year? Mm, I mean, shit. The one that I would say would be, you know, if Deshaun Aiden Houston... If Deshaun Watson ain't in Houston, I don't mm. know what mm. they are going to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I'm gonna, am I gonna put money on them to start the season? Probably not. But uh, I mean, their roster ain't ain't the <laughs> ain't uh, ain't anything pretty. I mean, no, you know, their offense. You you got David Johnson, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb without the right quarterback Washed. throwing them to him. Washed. You know, 
I guess they got Tyrod Taylor as their number two. Who you know? Who knows? After right. last year's punctured lung, who Seriously? knows? <laughs> like for crying mean, out loud! I, I mean, Tyrod Taylor hasn't been somebody you can depend on for right. a while. For a while, while so he used to I be solid. Do I think they're but... gonna go on sixteen? Probably not. Do I think they're gonna be good if they don't have Deshaun Watson? They're gonna be. At the, I would say they're. I, that would be my pick to be the worst team in the league, though. Mm, if yeah. they don't have Deshaun. If they don't. Yeah. I it, it, and the jury's still out there too, so yeah. we'll we'll jury. see what happens. Literally. Yeah, the literally <laughs> the jury. I, I'm not uh not I'm to gonna, get not to get down the rabbit hole and I don't really want to touch on it no. at all, but I have not heard any about new say, updates or anything. Like the, it totally uh, just fell off the map. Like, yeah, because my fucking man is in the Well the yeah, but That's it's part like, of it. But it's like you have an NFL quarterback with sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Don't you think something's going to be said every other day like it just kind of fell off the, the i don't map. know man I, you're not wrong a little weird. but uh that's why i'm always skeptical it's not my place it's not my place i'm not yet yeah, still not going to dive into it but that's why i'm still always skeptical of these major sports media yeah, because it's like what's moving the needle oh yeah. this isn't really moving the needle oh it's draft day let's drop uh you know aaron Rodgers is pissed off and right. his draft ratings are going to go through the riff and now we got something to talk about for the next month right exactly uh, yeah I have no idea. I don't know what to believe. I don't uh, care to not to get dive yeah. like deep said, into enough to find out that, what is. But, but uh, hey, if it is true, let justice be served. If not, let's ball the hell out. Yeah. That's all I care about. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, got uh, NBA playoffs shaping up real well here. Uh, got that coming hot and heavy around the corner. NHL, we're just going to stay the hell away from NHL for a little while here until they until get the into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Canucks should not have even touched the Oilers last night. I mean, I mean, they they were up um, four, three to one, four to one at one point in the it's night. Five to two right now. It's five to two. I mean, they they shouldn't have even touched them. And they're they're dead last in the North. Their season's over, and mm-hmm. the Oilers are in second place, and and they're cooking them. It just makes no sense. So yeah. we're we're, waiting we're staying away playoffs. for a little bit. So uh, that uh, that about does it for the banter today. You know what time it is. Let's wrap it up. It's time for Colts motivation minutes. Just wanted to give you a little something to uh, start your weekend. Little quote of the weekend. Quote to start your weekend, if you will. And uh, got a little bit additional to go along with it. One of my own quotes uh, that I like to say a lot that uh, is not patented. You're more than welcome to use it yourselves. Uh, But the quote, to start your weekend off on the right foot. Wherever you go on this beautiful, relaxing weekend, make sure that you always remember to bring the happiness of your own sunshine with you so that you may spread that happiness to all of the people that you encounter. Wherever you go on this beautiful, relaxing weekend, make sure that you always remember to bring the happiness of your own sunshine with you so that you may spread that happiness to all of the people that you encounter. Shit, you don't need to tell me that on the weekend. I need that advice on the weekday, my man. Most absolutely. (laughs) But a lot... uh, a lot of different spaces we visit on the weekend. Sometimes sure. we're we're in our daily monotony on the weeks and doing the same thing over and over again. And there's a tendency you get to the weekend and bam, Sunday's here. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the reasons that is is because you're so worried about Sunday getting here and then mm-hmm. Monday getting here that you don't take the time to be happy in every situation and and bring that sunshine. Okay, and. My my quote and something that I always like to say and kind of catches people off guard, especially on rainy days. If uh, somebody comes in complaining, whining, ah, oh, rainy day, just so dreary and gloomy out. Uh, I mean, you've heard it a million times mm-hmm. over. Hey, I'm just making a little of my own sunshine today. Yeah. That's the mindset. The mindset is make your own sunshine. Make your own sunshine this weekend. If you find yourself in a situation, you go out with a group of people, everybody's negative, whining, complaining about the vaccine, about politics, about this, about that, make your own sunshine. Choose to not feed into it. Choose to let your rays shine above the negativity. Don't lower your shine in your sheen just because other people are dull. Don't, and if somebody wants to tell you that you need to settle down, man. You, what are you so happy for? Why, why are you so excited for? Let me tell you something. Number one, give them the damn blades. That's right, partner. <laughs> My partner's over there throwing, throwing some, elbows, throwing some elbows. But let me let me leave you with this thought. 
If their light was shining as bright as yours, do you think that they would take the time to tell you that yours is shining too bright? Probably not. Precisely. So don't waste your time on people that are telling you you're too arrogant, you need to, you need to bring it down a little bit, you don't need to be that high energy or that, that happy all the time. Forget that. Make your own happiness in every situation and do what you want to do. This weekend, whatever situation that you find yourself in, whether you're going out, socially distanced, masked up, six feet apart, be cool, we got some new strains coming through, gotta still be safe. Or if you're just hanging out, got a couple friends coming by, or maybe you're going to the, to the grocery store, to Walgreens, just doing something simple. Whatever you do, whether you're talking with your friends, you're talking with that cashier, you got your neighbors talking to you from your balcony, mowing their grass, whatever the case might be, Bring your sunshine to that interaction. No matter where that other person's on, no matter where you're on before, bring your sunshine. Yeah. Just be conscious of it. If you can be conscious of it and do that, I guarantee you every single time that situation's going to work out a lot better than if you hadn't. Mm -hmm. And to close it out, one final thought. If, uh, if it gets to a point in your day where the uh, the anxieties, the emotions, everything is kind of weighing on you, you're, you're getting to those Sunday scaries, it's okay, first of all. It happens to the best of us. And second of all, just take a, t- a chance to breathe. Yeah. Just breathe. And if all you remember is the word sunshine to change your mindset, bingo, bango, you got it. So, final thought, quote for this weekend, regardless of whatever is happening, make your own sunshine, and let's have a spectacular weekend. What do you say? Let's have a sunny weekend. Sunny weekend, regardless of if it's raining where you're at. No idea what the weather is, but it doesn't matter. No idea if it's raining where you're at. Let those rays shine bright. Well, that does it for Colts Motivation Minutes. That about does it for the 34th episode of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Friday, May 7th, 2021. Got some big announcements coming just to let you guys know one more time. Next week, you better be tuned into our socials. You better be tuned into the podcast, into the newsletter. We'll be dropping a few little announcements here and there, some stuff we got coming up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are full-time. We are rocking and rolling. So, uh... Hang tight. Big stuff coming. We can't thank you enough for already being here. As we've said a million times before, none of this would be possible without you and your support. And stopping by, listen to a couple of swell guys talk about some bets, talk about some life, talk about everything in between, and uh, help you cash some tickets on the daily basis. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your following, your support, and all the feedback that you guys give us too, and just constantly interacting with us. Uh, we can't, we cannot tell you how much we appreciate every single bit of it. When we started this just a few short months ago, we thought that uh, we would be in for much of an uphill, much more of an uphill climb than we currently are. However, not to say that we still aren't working our absolute asses off day in and day out. It might just look all pearly on the surface, but we are grinding our asses off and don't let anybody ever tell you that we're not because uh coming from me and mags yes we are so (laughs) we have uh uh, and that that work is not going to go um unnoted i suppose you could say there's a lot of things coming out of that work that uh going to be available to you really soon so without further ado thank you all so so much for stopping by episode 34 of the ttl pod ladies and gentlemen degenerates gamblers far and wide from me and mags we hope you have a spectacular rest of your friday and weekend unless you have other plans let's cash some tickets <laughs>